things are looking blue, but for once, that's a reason to say woo! Little Shop of Horrors, running in New York's West Side Theater since 2019, has announced its latest casting changes, bringing in Corbin Blue and Constance Wu for the leads of Seymour and Audrey. Break a leg, you two! Hi, Blue! Hey, Woo! How are you? I'm good. How you been? I'm so good. I just wanted to check in and see how uh, your summer's been going. My summer has been really good. I started gardening. I got into gardening this summer, too. I named all of them. My favorite, though, is uh, Audrey, too. Hey, should we both say what our favorite plant is, like, at the same time? Okay. One, two, three. A, a man, man eating, eating Venus, Venus flytrap from, from outer, outer space. space? Wait, come on! Oh my god, you do <laughs> Blue, tell me this then. Are you ready to go somewhere that's green with me? I'm your host, Jasmine Garcia, and joining me today are... Shamila Karnakarin. Uh, I'm Bex. Wee! And today we are going to be discussing the recent casting news for the off-Broadway production of Little Shop of Horrors, because we have just found out that pretty soon Seymour Krelborn is going to be played by Corbin Blue, and Audrey Folkwart is going to be played by Constance Wu. <laughs> that almost rhymes, That for one thing. Well, they do explicitly point that out in the announcement video, which is a very cute video. If you haven't seen it, you all should go check it out. And considering how hard I ship Seymour and Audrey, this just warms my heart. (laughs) As you could probably guess, we are very excited about this news, and I thought it would be a perfect idea to kind of discuss that. And I know what some of my audience members are thinking. How the hell are we discussing this? Little Shop of Horrors is not in the public domain, and that's what this whole podcast is about. Yes. The musical's not. But it is based off of a 1960s movie, which you would think wouldn't count, but it was never copywritten properly in the first place because Roger Corman did not want to bother. (laughs) And after seeing the movie, fair. Yeah. How bad is it? It's not even fun bad is the thing. I forced myself to watch it because I thought, you know what, it'd be a good idea to kind of get more background when I was a guest on Sam's podcast about Little Shop. I... It's like, what, 90 minutes? Not even, Bex? Its biggest sin is that it's kind of boring. Yeah, it is so boring. Well, it was shot in two days, unlike a leftover set of um, one of other um, Corman's films. Yep. Yeah, it shows, I think. People often double feature it for that exact reason. It does star a pre-fame Jack Nicholson as the guy in the dentist chair. Oh, yeah. Yes, and he's fantastic, but what a surprise, Nick, Jack Nicholson being fantastic in something. Yeah, and actually, Jack Nicholson actually auditioned for Seymour. He did, which is wild to think about. Like, Seymour would have been very different. Because here's the thing, Jack Nicholson is very good at his one type of character, basically. Like, yeah. he is a born character actor. <laughs> but, yeah, otherwise, Mankin and Ashman turn shit into gold, pretty much. So, because we are on the subject, what's everybody's history with both the original movie, which we've kind of touched upon, but also the musical of which we are talking about, because we won't be avoiding talking about the movie whenever possible, because that is indeed struck work, which is heartbreaking. Ah, but. okay. Well, then, in terms of the musical, I saw the musical for the first time when I was seven at summer camp. I had Aww. nightmares for a week, and I've been in love with it ever... Don't Aww. don't awe at that. It's a sign of a good show. It is a good show, absolutely. But that's just really cute to imagine baby Beck being scared of the plant. Which, I mean, fair. Like, 
Yeah. We make jokes about it, but it is objectively a pretty scary uh, concept. Little Shop's the reason my brother doesn't like musical theater much, because when he was seven, he saw the 2003 Broadway production, and the plants come out very far into the audience at the end and scarred him for life. Yeah, there are productions where they'll have vines dropping in the final number, which is my per- personally my favorite song, because mm. it's just... it. It goes full apocalypse, basically. And it's kind of amazing. It's so good. But yeah, so I saw it when I was seven. Saw it again in at my high school. Loved it. Just known the show for years. This recent Off-Broadway revival, which is now in its fourth year, by the way, give or take closing and reopening due to the pandemic. I saw it, I would say, in... 2021 when it reopened with Jeremy Jordan as Seymour of which he is currently doing his second stint right now Mm -hmm. alongside the fabulous Joy Woods who started in the original four years ago as one of the urchins and has now come back to be Audrey. It has been I've followed this production for quite a while. Mm -hmm. I originally had refused to see it because I was very upset because this production is in New York City and Replica. The Pasadena production wasn't able to record the cast album because they couldn't get the rights and other things. And there is a case to be said for when this revival started, it was very traditionally cookie cutter, not really looking at the show in a different way like Pasadena Mm -hmm. Playhouse production was. But... Over the years, as they've gotten more creative and expansive with their casting, the show has morphed into something that's gone beyond the surface level of just the story. Which is great, because it's interesting that the Pasadena Playhouse and the this current production did kind of coincide. But yeah, it is a shame, because, I mean, obviously, I am in Florida. I am literally a country away from Pasadena. But I was very interested in that production, because... A, George Salazar. We love George Salazar. And we also love... Michaela J. Rodriguez. And just, I was fascinated by them playing Seymour and Audrey because that was really one of the first times I had ever seen this cast being race-bent, basically. Well, I think the Pasadena production and now this upcoming this upcoming casting with Constance and mm-hmm. Corbin, I saw my brilliant friend Regina um, Renee Russell friend of the show on a Twitter story said it so the show takes place roughly on the lower east side of New York City and this casting now finally speaks to the actual diversity that exists in the lower east side like it actually reflects the story now and the people who the story would be about she's so right like we were talking about it before we started recording i obviously we love ellen green she was the original audrey has played her multiple times including in her 60s and it still worked which is stunning it really speaks to her the icon the legend the blueprint exactly very much the blueprint to the point where up until I think basically when the Pasadena Playhouse cast happened, pretty much every single Audrey looked like her, which is understandable because, you know, she is the one who kind of started it all. But I am kind of glad that Little Shop is kind of starting to expand upon what Audrey would look like because when you really look at her story, it gets all the more poignant if it is a woman of color or a trans woman. Well, to that point, Mm -hmm. 
I would point out that Joy Woods in the Off-Broadway production right now is the first, I believe the first full-time person of color to play Audrey. We've had brilliant understudies, but up till then, the first, so the first Audrey in the show was Tammy Blanchard, who um, has been in other Broadway shows before. We had Lena Hall, we had Maude Apatow even, and now we have Joy, and then we're going to have Constance. It's also, for me, very interesting. Constance Wu is 46, doesn't look it, looks amazing and Corbin Blue is well I see him as ageless because I grew up with a certain in a certain time where he was in certain movies but and he's 34 is he yeah he's 34 that's a f- that makes sense but yeah quite the age gap I think it's gonna be fun to have an older Absolutely. Audrey and again because Ellen Green did play against Jake Gyllenhaal it's not even the first time they've done this yeah she did <laughs> yeah also I find it interesting like with the Pasadena Playhouse uh, they had Audrey B. Black and well George Tyler is half Filipino and then in this production Seymour is black and Audrey is Asian so it's kind of like oh. um, a kind of swap well to the point one of the big Seymours we had Conrad Vickamora yes. as Seymour for a while he did, he did that oh the, yeah the mini desk concert and I was just like oh my god I love it down on Skid Row Surely a way to get out of here Cause yeah. I constantly pray I'll get out of here Please won't somebody say I'll get out of here Someone give me my shot Or I'll rot here Cause I have been a huge fan of Conrad Rickmore. I've even talked about it in the past on this podcast About Struck Productions, but still But... But what I was thinking is because in an interview at one point, Constance had said she would love yeah. to play Audrey, actually. So she's manifesting it Yep, on her own. Yep, and we love that. I found the quote, The one dream I have is to do a musical. I love singing, but most people don't know because I don't sell myself as a musical person. My dream is to play Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors. It would be so interesting to have an Asian Audrey because it's all about achieving the American dream in a sinister, success-driven way. There is one part of Little Shop that's gonna wind up being a bit interesting because of this casting, and it's the song Da Do. Yeah. So Seymour's explaining where he got the plant from, and the lyrics are, there's this old Chinese man who sells me clippings because he knows exotic plants are my hobby. And in the background, the doo-wop girls go, Chang Da Do. No! Oh! And it's like, it's quick! What? It's questionable. It's, it's a blink and you miss it, but it is questionable. Yeah, it makes me wonder if they're if for this production they're gonna like do a quick change because I feel like Constance is someone who would not. Say I do not think they will, unless it's like a quick tongue in cheek thing where like Audrey just gives a look during that li- during that lyric. She is in the scene, but she's off to the side. She's not... The one thing about this production, as good as it is, is very ironclad traditional up until now, I guess. But... Yeah. So I don't think much will change. We'll see. Yeah. In fairness, while, yes, the lyric is kind of questionable, depending on how you play it, it doesn't have to be as uncomfortable as certain... It goes very quick, too. And it's exactly. not like, like the um the man himself, the Chinese man in question, isn't a stereotype. He is literally just like there's nothing else about him. He's just like oh, he's Chinese and he sells plants. Okay, so that's pretty benign. Yeah, just happens to really, it's just more the doo wop. Exactly, really, it's just like more the doo wop girls in that moment being racist. <laughs> just a bit. I mean, I guess that could be his name. 
Yeah. Come on, ladies. I don't know. I know. I but know. I <laughs> am. Also, we haven't even talked about the Corbin Blue of it all. Oh my God, Corbin Blue yeah. um, has blossomed yeah. into a true treasure in the musical theater world. He debuted in In the Heights, and he got a lot of hate for it at the time. Oh wait, which world was he playing? Because Usnavi. From there, he's done original musicals. He had a particular triumph in Kiss Me Kate fairly recently. He also treads the boards regionally. He's done a lot of good stuff with Goodspeed Opera House, which is this great theater in upstate Connecticut. He just finished up a show there right now called Summerstock. And I am very excited to see him do his thing. His voice is brilliant. He's usually lauded for his dancing, but he also has amazing comedic timing. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see these two together. Like, even in the thing he is most well known for that we, again, really can't talk about right now, he was always one of the best parts of that, I feel like. Also, should we address the the hot Seymour trend as well? <laughs> yes, okay. So, <laughs> I do wholly in my heart believe this all started in 2015 when they cast Jake Gyllenhaal as Seymour for the Encore's Absolutely. production for New York City Center. He did manage to disappear into the role and be nebbish and brilliant. He was so good, it shocked me. But, unfortunately, he is still Jake Gyllenhaal. And it did start the trend <laughs> of casting hot Seymour. And they've cast Seymours that are way too hot for the role. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy Jordan is, in fact, way too hot for Seymour, if you ask me. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Groff kicked it uh, off. Matt Doyle, I, I definitely uh, think counts. Conrad, Matt Doyle. Conrad Rickamora. Oh, yeah. yeah. Corbin Blue is definitely too hot for the role, but we're going with it. We are going. We can't go back. No, no. We can't go back now. No, we can't. To quote another Jeremy Jordan musical, it's too late to turn back now. My other one thing about Hot Seymour is because Lee Wilkoff, a uh, brilliant man wasn't particularly like supermodel attractive, nor is Rick Moranis. And it is the reason why Seymour's like, I'll never have a chance with Audrey is because he's like, well, clearly I'm not her type. I don't know exactly. if it hits quite the same when you have Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> it doesn't. He no. did a great, he does a great job. I love Jer- Jeremy Jordan. But is always a joy to watch. He's- you have to cast an even hotter orange yeah. to offset that, I but, think. Yeah. You're too hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That would be Christian Borel in this mm. equation, who is not the current. Actually, the current dentist yeah, is I mean, Bryce Pickham, who I adored in. He was the lead in The Gentleman's yeah, Guide back like, in the day. Yeah, no. As well as we've also got Brad Oscar as Mr. Mushnick, who, I mean, I know him from Broadway Bounty Hunter, but he was also the prophet in Something Rotten. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a good cast right now. They've been making good choices, like. Like, even if you argue that the original one was pretty generic, I mean, it's Jonathan Groff. (laughs) But, yeah, I am very excited to see how this turns out. I mean, unfortunately, I'm all the way in Florida. So, Bex, you are simply... And I'm all the way in Toronto, so I have no access to theater at all. That's not true. There's a thriving... There's theater in Toronto, and it's thriving. There is theater in Toronto, but there is no closed captioning because I have auditory issues. Oh. There, that I will grant you, yes. Yeah, that unfortunately is a separate matter. Right. An important matter, but yeah. 
Ugh, bummer. Well, I'll see if I can see it again, and I will report back if I do. Please do. Yes! One of the downsides of this sort of thing is that there's going to be so many people who are very excited about this who will never get to. Well, actually, the other good thing about this production is they've started putting... They have started really leaning into promotion online. That is true. If you look on their official YouTube channel, well, of course, they did the Tiny Desk concert, which is unheard of for an off-Broadway show. They also have released a full pro shot of Suddenly Seymour with Rob McClure and Lena Hall, as well as a full pro shot of Suddenly Seymour with Joy Woods and Matt Doyle. Seymour's your friend. As well as a peaceful, simply piano side somewhere that's green, sung by Joy Woods, accompanied by Alan Menken. So their social team is really going with the times. Yeah, no, their TikTok account is a joy. Like they've they've done all the memes there, (laughs) including okay. There's this pop star on. She's a brand new pop star. Her name is Chrissy. She did this whole sound where it's just like, he is not the love of your life. He is literally just a guy. Hit him with your car. And the Little Shop account used that sound with the urchins as if they're just yelling at Audrey about orange. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, that is true. They have been doing what they can to make it at least parts of this more accessible, which I commend them for because I would not have known how freaking good Joy Woods is without this. She might be my favorite Audrey right now, but we'll see how it goes with Constance. She is the moment. Mm -hmm. A hundred percent. Joy Woods is the yeah, moment. I, I wish her yes. a prosperous career after this. And she's there till I do believe September 17th. Mm-hmm. So go and then go back again for Constance and Corbin. Because that's going to be amazing too. Um, do we have stuff to plug? Continue to support, support the strike. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, obviously. Try to make closed captioning happen in more theaters. Do your civic duty. Kill the spothered lanternfly. Oh, and of course... Don't feed the fucking plants, guys. How many times do we have to say it? <laughs> Hold your hand.